<clears throat> why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Mental Health Today. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Ari. The uh, the the mute uh, note. That would have been great. I would have gone for ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> just you know, welcome back to another episode of Mental Health Today. Thanks everybody for listening, dialing in. Um, another really good, interesting episode. One kind of close to my heart. Never been, never been. Uh, uh, I don't know, evaluated or uh, tested or certified, but I'm pretty sure I've got some iteration of ADHD. Mm. And it's definitely an interesting, an interesting mind game that the mind plays with you and how to manage that through your life. And, you know, yeah. even as you get older, becomes your it's either your secret sauce or it's that weapon against you every day. And uh, it's a little bit of both for me, I think. Uh, I was going to say probably probably a bit of both. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of a secret sauce and a little bit of a weapon against me that, I, you know, it's my little monster I have to battle every day on my yeah. shoulder. Um Ori, welcome to uh, to Mental Health Today. Thanks for, again, thanks for taking time out of your day to be a guest. And uh, yeah, I look forward to the chat and getting to know more about Agave. Yeah, same. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited <clears throat> about this, uh, this conversation. So thank you. Um, how did you, I mean, what do you do at Agave? Tell us a little bit about Agave. Tell us a little bit about what you do. And then maybe we'll kind of drag you back through how you got there. Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, I'm, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Agave Health. And we're a uh, a platform that uh, basically helps adults with ADHD get access to behavioral care. Uh, so we mm. give access to a, a therapy and CBT and coaching and everything that is not medication. Uh, we're, we're making accessible yeah. to our app and platform. Um, and we've been doing this for the past year and a half, me and my co-founder. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been a hell, a hell of a ride so far and uh, excited with what we're doing. Yeah, this is, <clears throat> I like the, the, how you finish that one sentence, without medication. And, um, yeah, and that and, seems and, to be like so easy. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, our approach was obviously there's, you know, uh, there's a great place for medication when you think about mm -hmm. you know, the comprehensive treatment for ADHD. ADHD but uh, we saw the biggest gap with actually access to the behavioral <clears throat> therapy. Um, yes. And, and we want to make sure that people have the ability to have other tools in their toolbox mm -hmm. when they are managing the symptoms and the condition. And, and we saw the biggest gap with access to behavioral care. So this is where we we kind of decided to start with. Interesting. But the biggest gap to fill it was the access. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about it today, whether it's, um, you know, you want to get a diagnosis, you want to get, uh, you want to find an ADHD coach, you want to find a therapist that understands ADHD, that can take months uh, and and, and, and yes. very expensive as well and and yes uh, and on the other hand the need and the importance of this type of care is so big and it impacts millions and millions of people and uh, so we saw this kind of gap and i can share personal story of, of how we how we identify this gap but yeah that's that's 
that's what we yeah how did you i mean what's he this is a what's the inspiration for agave and yeah so so um a bit of background about myself and then it, it, you you understand the context but i've mm. been, I've been okay. tech about for about 10 years um started my first company also in digital health but in the posture and back pain space actually um and um, was fortunate to build that company to a pretty nice scale. And one of my um, one of my employees, she was my head of growth, um, Eve, which is now my co-founder. Um, we met we met back then. That, that was in 2019. We worked together for for a couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, stayed or, or became really close friends. Um, and after we sold the company about a, about two years ago, she. Um, she left, but we we remained in touch. And she called me with mm. uh, uh, with her personal story dealing with her husband, who uh, who has ADHD. Um, okay. He was diagnosed as an adult, uh, like like most adults got prescription for for Ritalin, and basically uh, was sent on his way. <laughs> I love. It. I mean, this is like the classic, right? Like you don't even. I don't. Need, I could do that job. You know, <laughs> take a take a test, give a prescription. Um, and, and, that's, and unfortunately, they, not... and, and they and they saw the 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 impacts of this kind of limited uh, approach, uh, where he started to develop like you know the, the medication was enough, and he started to develop the side effects of yeah. of taking the medication yes. for so long, uh, um, you know, extreme weight loss, but more more importantly, also uh, started to develop the symptoms of depression, and and uh, that almost uh, broke their relationship, and only when he finally wow. met a psychiatrist that told them you're not depressed you're just not managing your adhd in the right way and you need to yes. get you need to find a coach and you need to get access to this whole behavioral therapies this is where everything flipped for them uh, and, and today they're married they have a kid like it's just an amazing story but this is where eve um understood that there's you know millions of people who are who are dealing with the same with the same issue and same kind of journey. Yes, yes. And she called me and she said, or oh, we, we have to do something about it. There's just, and I said, I said, let's do it. And, um, oh and my God, what a story. Yeah. Uh, thank you. It's, uh, Eve, Eve and her husband, they're, they're really inspirations. <clears throat> uh, and, and I'm fortunate to kind of be on this journey with her. Yeah. I mean, what inspiring people to get dragged, right? To get dragged into something like, come on, we're going somewhere and you're coming along. You're coming and we have, I like that we have to do something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, and to be honest, when we started this, I, I, my knowledge around ADHD was very limited. And, and, oh, yeah. And, and, and I, I assume like, like many other people as well. I mean, you think it's a, it's something that only like small children are dealing with, especially boys, and it's mainly hyperactive. But then you start to understand how yes. big this thing is, how it impacts adults' life, yeah. how how you know the the, the uh, different types of, of of ADHD. So, really understood how big um, the problem is and how big the opportunity is to to uh, to come up with a solution and access to this type of care. I, I'd be curious how many people in America are are prescribed currently prescribed Ritalin or some other ADHD medicate. Must be. Must yeah. be tens of million, tens yeah. of million. It's it's tens of millions of people, and uh, and uh, yeah, there's also like a shortage, a national shortage in, in, in medication right now, which is also like a, a complete other topic that we can discuss. But uh, um, we've seen an amazing um, 
demand for and for for the type of care that we provide and it's just amazing to see that people understand the value of behavioral mm. therapy for ADHD. yeah and um, yeah, yeah i i saw that in the in the app where you have the cbt is part of the, one of the feet one of the you know, modules or features of the app and i did i wasn't aware that that was a tech you could use that in the adhd model yeah, to stop yeah, whatever behavior to ch or to change or to point the behavior in a different direction. Exactly, because obviously you know CBT is, is, is a great method for for different types of, of you know kind of conditions mm. and in general like like an amazing uh, uh, amazing type of therapy. But when you apply it specifically for ADHD and you start to understand mm. how your brain works differently, mm. how it impacts your thoughts or your emotions, and then how you can navigate the actions. Yeah. Like, that cycle of learning, it can really change your life, and you can really start to develop the tools and skills to manage your symptoms better, and just you know, just stop living in the, in, in this chaos that that you uh, that you you know live in in most of most of the day or most of your time. And 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 we we're fortunate to work with um, psychiatrists that you know and, yeah. and psychologists that specializes in in CBT for ADHD. <clears throat> yes, um, inter interesting. Uh, Interesting. Tell me about the app. I mean, what kind of data are you seeing? You've so you've been, you know, you're just you're still pretty new, and especially with a kind of a scientific approach, there must be a ton of data. Um, yeah. What can you share so far that you're seeing as you as you kind of as people use the app and progress along? Sure. So 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 first of all, to understand what we're giving today to every member that comes to our platform, we're we're giving them um, an access to three core. Uh, care modalities. The first one is CBT. We just we just talked about it. Okay. So basically, it's you know self-served programs that they can you know learn about about how their brain works and how you know what type of tools they can mm -hmm. develop to manage the symptoms. So that's kind of one piece. The second okay. piece is we match them with an ADHD coach that they can uh, okay. meet every week uh, um, and obviously chat in between those sessions. And this is where the kind of a human connection happens. You know, you're talking to a coach that, uh, you know, most of the time have ADHD themselves. And, and <laughs> yeah, and that, probably, probably. And, and, and that, that's a huge uh, help just, again, to finally talk to someone that gets it, that have gone through yeah. this, you know, maybe similar journey and can help you build the tools and skills to, to kind of manage it. So that's kind of the second piece. Okay. The third piece is, is the community. So you know, we know we match members oh, with one yeah. another. We're having events and and and, and webinars and Q and A's and all that stuff. And that sense of community is so important for so many people with with ADHD because you you understand that you're not alone in this journey. Yes. Yeah. So, so those are kind of the three big things we we offer to to our members, and it's been amazing to see the impact we have on their lives. It's it's you know the uh, um, obviously we're. we're uh, we're measuring and with them kind of yeah. how they're managing symptoms over time and, and, and how it impacts also their depression sometimes and, and anxiety uh, uh, symptoms as well. And we've seen amazing, amazing results and, and couldn't be more uh, proud of, of, of their journey and, and what we offer them. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see as you get more uh, placements in the office. I think the companies, you know, the work with corporate, it's going to be exactly. really that that's going to be the real powerful place you see because you'll see change within a team you'll see <clears throat> you know perhaps two or if they're a team of 10 or 15 people if you impact two people in that team it'd be massive well, 
100%. And this is exactly the journey we're, we're, we're doing with Agave. So we um, we launched our product uh, basically direct to consumer and, and people can just, you know, yep. download the app, pay for it out of pocket and, and enjoy what we provide. But mm-hmm. we're now on that journey where we're starting to work with employers uh, and to make our program accessible to all of their employees. And the interesting stuff that we're hearing from them is they, and, and, and that's very kind of, uh, I'm very happy to hear it. They're saying that they understand the connection of helping their employees, their neurodivergent employees, and how it ties to their to their productivity, to their mental yes. health, to their impact on the entire um, kind of community in the workplace. Yes. So <clears throat> that they, you know, those you know HR benefit managers, seeing that they understand it, that's a huge step forward, and and uh, and we're very happy to hear it. So we're excited with that with that journey as well. Yeah, I think if you get the right if you get the right HR people, uh, with in a conversation with the right teams, you know, you could do you could do some really interesting stuff. Especially, yeah. I, I, again, I come down, you know, you you a few individuals scattered throughout the organization, which are a little chaotic and struggling, you know, struggling with ADHD. It could have, you know, and and sometimes they're they're managers, right? They end up as bosses. You know, we yeah. we end up. You know, we I say they we. You know, we end up as bosses, <clears throat> and, and, and that's and, a bit chaotic. And, 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 but the flip side is when you help them unlock their unique traits, unique yes. potential, unique way of thinking about stuff, and and, and you know, yeah. this is where you really uh, um, you know can create an even bigger impact because you yeah. help them become you know who they are and and, and kind of. Uh, um, Take it to the adventures of the company. So, so it's really that's that's amazing to see. Mm. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. They, you know, you're operating at really eighty percent, but your potential is one twenty. Once you unlock yeah. and once you're able to kind of hone your your you know your kind of skill set, your special skill set. Yeah, interesting, right? Super super fun to watch. I mean, you're on that journey, right? Really, in the beginning of the journey. Um, what are you thinking about now? I mean, is it all execution now, or are you are have you seen something else? Is there another spark going on? What's next? So, so you know, as as uh, entrepreneurs, you always you know you're dealing with it now, but you're always thinking, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm asking the question because I'm sure you're already somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, and that's 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 a lot of time the challenge is as you know as a founder as an entrepreneur, like how do you uh, where do you focus your time? Are you focusing your, yeah. your time on now and executing and running the team, etc. But also kind of on, on the vision and, and where you could create the biggest impact. Um, so for us, it's it's uh, it's probably a combination of both. Like we're dealing a lot w- w- with just execution now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we have a, we have a, a solid uh, offering and and uh, and uh, yeah. the uh, the engagement and everything we're seeing on the app is is, is really crazy. So just looks good, doubling yeah. down doubling down on that in terms of execution. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, as as we kind of look uh, a bit ahead. You know, this is where the employers, but also working with payers and making what we what we offer accessible through your insurance. That's also something that is in our on our pipeline. Mm. Because again, our our mission and our goal is is to make this type of care accessible to everybody. Yeah. And 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 right. how do you get it everywhere? Exactly. And 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 we believe that working with uh, employers, working with health plans that can reimburse uh, their members for our services and our care. Uh, this is really <clears throat> good. 
Yeah, I you know I always talk, on this on this angle I always kind of share my thoughts on the the cost, mm-hmm. um, you know, the cost of ADHD of being untreated, and ultimately yeah. what that the meta how that presents itself medically long term as a medical yeah. outcome. And direct so for indirect. yeah 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 direct indirect stuff you can you know, but for health a large health plan you know, the impact is real. And if yep. they can affect change with, you know, I mean, it's putting a, a an app in someone's hands and it won't take them, <clears throat> you know, I would guess it would take them 18 months to get the data to show that, you know, people using the app come to the off, come, you know, come to the emergency room less often. They're less sick. They don't call in sick as much, you know, they exactly. don't have, et cetera, et cetera. And, and it's both, from the uh, mental health side, but also from the physical health side. So from the mental health yeah, side, yeah. one of the uh, most amazing stats that we that we came across was that three out of four adults in the U.S. who are diagnosed with anxiety actually have ADHD as the root cause of the anxiety. So yeah, they can for go, sure. They, you know, they would go to the doctor or get, you know, treatment for their anxiety, maybe even a medication, but that won't solve anything because you need to solve the core, you know, cause, which is their undiagnosed or unmanaged ADHD, right? So that alone on the mental health side, that's, you know, that's interesting wow. to learn and see. And, and, and obviously the comorbidity with adults with ADHD and, 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 and depression, anxiety is over 70%. Yeah. So that's, again, huge correlation there. But also on the physical health side. Um, that's that's my ADHD, point more. On the physical health, or, or uh... yeah, yeah, because yeah, because you're going to talk to you're going to talk to health companies, right? And yeah. this stuff untreated with no tools ultimately leads itself to heart attacks, stroke, yeah. uh, cancer, Why real depression, real Why depression. When you're the, the neurotypical individuals, twice more likely yeah. to have a physical health condition uh, uh, than neurotypical. Yeah. So, so one hundred percent, and um, and and yeah. So that's that's what why we're again excited to have those conversations with them. Yeah. Um, it's a long journey, but but we'll get there. Yeah, for me, that's one of the. I mean, that's one of the most. Ex- that's one of the most exciting places. It seems un, like it hasn't been peeled back. <clears throat> yeah, this connection between the two, right? We know it's there. It's obvious it's there. Talk about it, but you know, the, you you it takes a united. You know, you got to get a united health plan. To stand yeah. up and say, you know, hey, we've done the data. We realize we're spending, you know, thirty billion dollars a year treating yeah. medical conditions that are actually mental health. They start as mental health. They're untreated mental health, and they ultimately present as as physical ailments. And we're gonna we're gonna do a lot on the front end so we don't see it. Yeah, I mean, making, that's all making- it takes. Making change in healthcare obviously takes time. And, yes. Uh, yeah. But but there the there's great positive signals out there. I mean, if you think about the awareness of of just kind of mental health in general, uh, you know, in the past five years, obviously, you know, completely yeah. changed. And and we we see the same thing happening with ADHD as well. Unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. Um, so that's mm. also an issue that we can't uh, um, not address. You know, if you go to TikTok today, there's there's great content, but also there's a lot of uh, uh, dangerous content. Um, so, so that's another issue that that we will need to face. Um, the missing yeah, don't don't you know. get your medical advice off TikTok, people. Uh, exactly. 
<laughs> I mean, it seems like silly advice, but as a general rule, probably try not, you know, at least double check. No, it's true. It's, it's always, always consult with your, you know, physician, uh, you know, your PCP. So 100%. Yeah, especially, like I said, social media, right? Social TikTok is not really the play. Like you said, good content in there, but there's also some stuff that's just way, way, way off, yeah. way off base. Um, how, how do you think we, you know, what are the things we're not doing? What, what do you, what do you see as kind of the low hanging fruit right now um, for mental health overall? I think um, one of the trends uh, we're seeing is, like I mentioned, in the past few years, obviously a huge increase in awareness, in solutions, mm -hmm. and making just yes. mental care more accessible. And that's obviously you know, amazing and so, so, so important. But I think what we're seeing now is the understanding that mental health is not just depression or anxiety or stress. Mm -hmm. There's actually mm -hmm. a need conditions Underneath this kind of you know overlay uh, of, yeah. of you know health, you know that, that that is that is requiring a specialty care yeah. and whether it's ADHD or OCD yes. or or eating disorders or many many kind of again niche conditions mm. that is one of the symptoms that can be developed if it's not diagnosed or managed is you know uh, depression or or anxiety or stress and all that stuff. So uh, we're happy to see that that understanding in both with individuals, but also in the kind of the healthcare uh, system in general. Uh, but there's still a lot of work to be done there. Um, but there's great uh, specialized virtual clinics in, in all of those conditions that I mentioned, whether it's OCD, uh, mm. whether it's an eating disorder, whether it's, uh, you know, substance abuse, of course. And, and, and we're excited with what we're doing in, on the ADHD front. Uh, with that type yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I would imagine too. There's a you know, there's a lot of people, ADHD people, uh, I would imagine self-medicating. And if you have if you have some tools and the symptoms and you're kind of, you know, the symptoms are being kind of, you know, allowed to let let a little of that pressure out, boy, you, you probably don't need to self-medicate as much. <clears throat> Uh, you don't need to call in sick, et cetera, et cetera. I think the employer, I think the employer side for you, I was, this is a question I wanted to ask was, you know, do you think the retail side or the employer side, um, or is there a third kind of a model through medical, right? Getting the medical to add it, to actually exactly. add it, I guess is your third, your kind of your third option. Which one do you think is going to be the, which is the game changer? So, so I think um, the way, again, the way we think about it is, the there's pros and cons for for every um, mm -hmm. approach or we call it you know go to market whether it's like direct to direct to patients or through employers or through health plans there's pros and cons for each um, yeah. our belief is is if you do this if you really want to create scale you have to do it through employers and, and health plans uh, but okay. with that said you never have to uh, lose sight of the end patient so whether mm. you know, that, that patient is getting your service and your care from his employer or from his insurance company, at the end of the day, you have to always think about him because he's the one that, that needs yeah. your help, uses your service. And, 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 and so that's something that, that sometimes uh, I see companies forget. Uh, you always have to start and end with a patient. It doesn't matter yeah. what you choose to get there. Yeah, that's a fascinating. I hadn't. I hadn't really thought of that part. That's a complicated part of the, that you're still responsible for the end patient. 
yeah and 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 it's um the reason why it's so challenging is because again as, as a business with always you know limited resources and you have to understand yeah. what you're going to on um are you building stuff that will help you get or are you investing funds to to help you get to another employer or another health plan but then it means that you may be not investing those those funds yeah. to, on the experience and care of the end patient and patient so yeah the right the right coaches and everything else yeah. yeah i'm not saying that dilemma doesn't exist but but i think at least for us we always remind ourselves that that when we have that dilemma we always have to start and end with with the patient with with the patient and never compromise yeah, that, of care. That is an interesting little conundrum, right? You could have, you know, the CEO of, of United Health could be your client, but yeah. really the ultimate customer uh, is you've got to serve the customer. That's a challenge. Yeah, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a challenge right there. That's an interesting that's an interesting piece. Um, how many yeah, people I mean, do you want to get on the program? I mean, by the end of this year, or do you have any targets you can share? What kind of what kind yeah. of numbers? Yeah, so we have we have uh, um, many hundreds of patients on our on our platform every day, um, and we're we're fortunate to to really help them change their lives and give them again access to the, to, to to this type of care, where otherwise they would just you know uh, wait months and and spend uh, uh, yeah. many dollars to get. So we're, we're, we're very fortunate there. Um, and, um, and our goal is just to, again, uh, scale what we do, keep mm. thinking about it all the time and, and seeing how we, we can add or adapt or change what, what, you know, the type of care that we give. Um, so, yeah, I mean, our goal is just keep doing what we're doing and, and get it to as many people as we can. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's always the plan, right? So, so it's, and if people are interested to find the app, have a look, agavehealth.com. Yeah, that's the best place to uh, start. And um, yeah, yeah. And, and we have, we have amazing uh, kind of social media accounts as well. So, we, you know, we can check the content oh. we put as well. And, um, and, and for me personally, if anyone, wants to chat with me send a message it's just ori at agavehealth.com and okay yeah, I, I always uh try to respond as fast as i can to my emails yeah i'm sure i'm sure those are those are you know anytime you get a message it's always a every message is important um, yeah but, it, but it, when it comes from um you know individuals looking for uh you know for help or, or asking questions about what we do that's always a top priority we're in that space, right? It's real. Um, yeah. Ori, awesome conversation. I learned I learned quite a bit today, and that's it's kind of a, I'm excited. There are so many good solutions out there, and people banging yeah. away. Um, yeah. And it's going to be fun to see. For me, it's the employer. I I just love the employer as an entry point. Um, you know, the, everybody's everybody wins on that outcome. You know, it's vested all around. I think the I think the United Healthcare's uh, it just it it dumbfounds me that a CEO does not just stand up and shout around the executive table and say, you know, why are we treating mental health crisis medical dollars? It should be spent somebody else should be spending that money, not me. It's uh yeah. I agree with that thought. I, and, uh, <laughs> it seems like I, I could be an executive and probably turn a company around tomorrow. 
with uh, you know, with some with some aggressive mental health, you know, upfront mental health triage. You know, triage is saying we're triaging everything in the back end, which is just dumbfoundedly stupid. Well, no, one hundred percent. You know, there's still we can't avoid still the uh, the stigma that exists with with mental health and and you know individuals mm. think twice before yeah. they want to share the diagnosis. There's, that's obviously there, uh, but like I mentioned, I think we're seeing uh, progress in that in that aspect. Um, yeah, and it's on us to to make sure that everybody's feel you know feels comfortable with sharing their diagnosis and and, and that they need help, and then we can provide that that help. Yeah, more. I think the stigma is the stigma is melting. Uh, slowly, but it's melting, and yeah. and I think yeah. and I think you know having something like your app inside a company, and a couple people chit chatting about it, everything becomes kind of normal. Yeah, yeah, everything becomes normal. All right, thanks so much, my friend. Um, stick around; I've got a little commercial, and then just say hi on the back end. Of course. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening, supporting mental health today. Uh, best thing you can do, whatever platform you're listening on just drop down write us a note and find those little three buttons or the up button or whatever it is and share share this episode especially if you know somebody with adhd or some an hr person uh inside some company that could use some help thanks again or see you in 30 seconds everybody yeah loose baby but we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change.